It's time to check in with Doc Rob and the concierge for better living. We take a real, raw, inside look at healthier living while sharing great ideas and improvements for a better quality of life. The Concierge for Better Living will help informed, intrigued, and interested listeners like you make better choices for yourselves and your loved ones. CannabisRadio.com proudly presents The Concierge for Better Living with your host, Doc Rob. Hello and good day. This is Doc Rob, Dr. Rob Streisfeld, your concierge to better living here at CannabisRadio.com, iHeartRadio, wherever you're picking us up. Uh, happy to have you with us. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for sharing with all your friends and family and anyone you know or don't know. That's how we get the word out and educate more people about the amazing powers of the plants, cannabis, and others. It's really nice to be here today. Um, from home, as most of you are as well. But I'm happy to have my guest, uh, my buddy, fellow hemster, an OG, Dion Markraft. Thanks for joining us on the show today. Thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for having having me. I'm excited to uh, catch up with you. No, it's it's uh, been a while. We've talked, but we've uh, known each other for quite a bit. It's funny. I I laugh about like six years ago we were introducing hemp extract and CBD to the country and the world. Um, but I laughed because I was at HIA conference, uh, the national conference this past fall speaking, and I got my 10 plus year pin. I think it's more of closer to 15 plus, but I was happy with a 10 plus year in the hemp industry. I know you go back quite some ways. How about giving our listeners, I know, uh, I know a little bit about your background, but you know, this, is, this hemp mm-hmm. thing, this cannabis thing isn't new to you. Give us a little story. Right. Uh, I've been in it for 30 years now. Uh, for example, I opened the first hemp store in Europe in 1993. Um, I got sucked into it in the university. I was, I wanted to be a, a professor in political science and I was looking for a subject. And, you know, at the height, that, that time it was like the height of the drug war. And then I saw that the government, I saw a picture and there was five people and they looked super normal, like Midwestern. And they, the U.S. government was sending them at least 300 joints a month, uh, every month for their sickness. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, what is that about? So the more I looked into it, the more I was like, what? It's paper. It's, you know, it's, you know, it was like a slippery slope of, you know, this unbelievable story. So that's what got me into it. And then I, I moved to uh, Europe and Amsterdam, just, you know, also sort of discovered it, discovered it through my uh, research, you know, that they had been bucking the tide. And, and when I went there, you know, it was amazing that no one really knew about him or the other sides of just, you know, the smoking, no, you know, medical, no, not nothing. So, uh, yeah, I ended up opening a hemp store and then, you know, I, I don't know if I told you this, but I started the High Times Cannabis Cup, started the Cannabis College. It's still open and going for like 20 years. Um, but then when the medical thing passed in California, where I am now in San Diego, where I grew up, um, I was like, holy, you know, moly, the revolution's coming to California. So I... I you know, came to, even though I was really doing well in Holland and Amsterdam, I came back to sort of check it out, and then I got sucked into it here, and I opened the first medical dispensary in San Diego. And, of course, I've been prosecuted many times over the years. And then, 
Um, I had a, a magazine here and I sort of went, um, you know, it's a long story, but I went into sort of, you know, back to Europe and then I started hearing about CBD, which I knew about CBD, you know, for a long time. I knew about all the different cannabinoids and they had special, you know, uses, whatever those uses were. And CBD, you know, I didn't know how powerful it would be and, you know, how, you know, all we know now, but, you know, I knew there would be some use or something. So, you know, when it started happening, actually, most of the beginning commercial CBD started here in San Diego. And then I started working with our mutual friend and comrade, uh, Michael Yamath and General Hemp, who really was, you know, the first people to invest and commercialize CBD through Medical Marijuana Inc. and Hemp Meds and so basically so a pioneer, with, you know, a little bit of pioneer. Right. Like I said, the OG, an OG out here. I mean, there's a lot of guys in different aspects have played, you know, a lot of roles in this industry. But I know, you know, you've been doing this a lot longer than most and with the right intentions also. It hasn't been just a, oh, let's make some quick money. It's understanding the plant, helping to create an industry, creating infrastructure, supporting the, the long-term vision, not just a short-term, you know, uh, like a lot of these people are doing right now is how can I make a quick buck? <laughs> 30 plus years has not right. been a quick buck. And as you said, many prosecutions, lots of ups and downs, um, but it's nice, you know, to, to you know, see things as you know, like you've been doing this for long, seeing things opening up, seeing the the oh, world yeah. changing and accepting this plant finally, uh, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah, I never thought it would take this long. You know, I thought all this would happen, but you know, I've been saying five years, you know, every fall this whole time. So yeah, it's gratifying, but still, you know, we're like it's the end of the beginning. You know, now we're going into like this implementation and global, you know, you know, using it locally, but globally. And, uh, you know, I've been in it really for political reasons. And, you know, so politically, I'm very excited as well. That's a big part there. I know that, um, you know, again, as we learned, the other thing that's opening up is the research potential. So we, not only are we getting it more available to us, but we're learning more about the plant. I think that's really kind of key um, and all the different uses. I, I'm always looking for outside the box applications. You know, we talk about cannabis and the whole, you know, we could debate, you know, the term cannabis, the term marijuana, hemp as a, you know, and it's 0.3%, you know, designation. All these things are part of the political landscape, you know, in some degree, you know, it's not mm -hmm. just, you know, I'm all about, you know, grow your own and free the plant, but we all know that politics and, uh, you know, the money and the pharma and all those things have different aspects and interests in this in this plant, either coming to the market or not, or how it comes to the market. Right. Yeah, and you know this whole virus, um, you know, epidemic and global problem is, of course, horrible. But in also in it's going to be interesting scientifically um, in a lot of ways. But one is, I don't know personally anyone who's in the cannabis movement who has died from, you know, this thing. And it, it seems there's more and more research, which is going on all over the world, that cannabinoids, CBD, you know, I mean, even logically, like we could say, like, you know, cannabis 
cures uh, cancer, but of course it doesn't cure it. You know, it's like a linguistic battle, you know, but it enables your body, you know, it in, yeah. So the same thing with the virus, it seems like logically, you know, that it would help, but now scientifically, it'd be interesting to see how much it's helping. Oh yeah. But again, you know, it's, I mean, yeah, it's going to be interesting after this to compare data. You know, well, like you said, it's, you know, a, it's, it's, a, it's a new chapter to a new beginning, meaning it's not like you right. know, we, we've been doing this for so many years, but we have a whole new opportunity, a new chapter. I was just re watching a, a research presentation just done on two different uh, varieties of, of hemp uh, extract, CBD extract, and they were looking at markers for anxiety. And we're talking about we're talking, looking at cells, and this is a real research study. And what was mm -hmm. interesting was one was a very high CBD percentage, and one was a lower CB, like one was like nine and one was like 17. And it was mm -hmm. interesting to find that the 9% actually had more effect, uh, had more impacts in different receptor sites and things like that uh, for mm -hmm. down anxiety than the high CBD one. So as we're starting to see sure. in cannabis, that when you go into the dispensary and you go, oh, I want the highest THC percentage that right. doesn't always mean you're getting the best product for your needs same thing with oh, cbd sure. it's not just cbd and i think you guys you know this of course there's over 500 compounds in this plant and we're talking about right. trying to understand two you know maybe yeah. so uh, there's a lot more that needs yeah, to be it, it's like ingredients in the soup you know you know certain you know blend and there's like a zone you know an effectiveness zone so that's one thing that, you know, I don't know, we could get sidetracked in a lot of ways, but yeah, there's so many interesting things. And I just think that, you know, this is like almost like a global, like mushroom trip. Like we've all had to take it, you know, it's difficult, but hopefully, you know, there'll be overall lessons and things we could take forward. And I think data wise, you know, again, I don't know, you know, there, we must know in our inner circle, like 10,000, let's say, cannabis activists who are smoking <laughs> pot, you know, and I know one that has gotten sick, but, you know, she survived, but, you know, I don't, I literally don't know anybody. And I would yeah. think, uh, other than, of course, sadly, you know, I think the hero, the ultimate hero in our whole movement, Charlotte, you know, right. it's so sad. And I, you know, so, you know, yeah, I, I would put that caveat in there. Right. I mean, you're mentioning Charlotte Figgy and, and Charlotte's web, you know, origin and, and again, had a lot of other underlying conditions and things of that nature. But yes, the average, I think the everyday person using cannabis, and I put the finger quotes up there, either recreationally or medicinally, I don't feel they're getting the same impact or, you know, I know that I believe, and I haven't had the testing done, I believe my wife had had this back in November around Thanksgiving. Um, and it was, wasn't good, but I think we got through it. Obviously I have a few other natural remedies under my, in my tool belt, but there's so much potential here. And I agree with you. I think there's a lot more research to be done and a lot more is being done as we speak. Um, we can take a quick break. Uh, we're just getting started with Dan Markraft, my buddy. We're talking about hemp. I've got some cool stuff to talk about. We're going to get into building and hempcrete. So don't go anywhere. This is Doc Rob, your concierge for better living. We'll be right back after this break. The concierge for better living. We'll continue in a moment. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling with the sweet taste of Shuggies. 
Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet take-anywhere treat. Dazed and infused. Join sugar industry expert Latham Woodward for a happier hour each week for a lively and often hilarious discussion on the infusion of cannabis into food, beverages, and life. Explore exciting new culinary landscape trends with fascinating friends and guests who are leading the industry into the uncharted mainstream. Discover curated menus, enhanced cocktails, and live tastings. Life's a little sweeter here on Dazed and Infused. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing, healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. Let's check back in with Doc Rob and the concierge for better living only on CannabisRadio.com. And we are back. Actually, there's so much to talk about today in today's show with my guest, Dion Markrav. We're talking about hemp and cannabis. You go back so many years, just so many nuances. And that comes down to, you know, as much as a doctor, I mean, I'm a doctor, I'm a healer. The reason why I went to naturopathic medicine was because I wanted to prevent diseases. I didn't want to necessarily have to wait for people to be sick and then give them a drug or a remedy or treatment to have them get better. I wanted them to never get sick in the first place. And that was kind of what I'm still advocating for uh, using cannabis and hemp and other natural products and mushrooms for immune support and all these different things that are that I've been talking about for almost 20 years and now becoming popular. But one of the things that I wanted to talk to you about, Dion, because I know you're really passionate about it is, you know, we talk about CBD and hemp, but there's so many other uses. You know, there's like they say over 2,500 different applications or uses for hemp um, from the fiber and the seeds. I always make a comment when I'm uh, speaking last year, obviously that's be limited to this going forward, but last year I spoke a lot and I always took a moment to, uh, to recognize the grass the generally regarded as safe recognition uh, that was given to the hemp seed and seed protein and seed oils. That was a huge, uh, you know, step forward. It was, you know, 18 years in the making and almost nobody talked about it because it was not totally. CBD. And I made sure I... And it came it. out that same day. Exactly. Uh, right. That was a little weird. But yeah. So I always shout one. out to my hempsters up in Canada, Mike, Autumn, and, you know, Sean, all the guys that were working on the hemp industry up there to help us get the hemp seeds and hemp proteins into the marketplace. But one of the areas that I've been extremely passionate about, I know you too, is the potential for hemp to be used in building materials. And 
you know, yeah. this is something that I think is, is a game changer, whether you live in Florida and you need weather, you know, uh, you know, compliant hurricane proof, uh, buildings, or if you live in uh, the Caribbean or anywhere at this point, um, you know, Talk a little bit about hempcrete, because I think that a lot of my listeners don't really get that hemp is not just CBD, and there's so many other options. You said from paper and clothing, but I love this building material opportunity. Yeah, it's actually the biggest uh, part of the economic pie for hemp. You know, um, it is so amazing. You know, it's very debatable, I suppose, on some level to like debate what is the greatest aspect of hemp and cannabis, you know, like, no, it's the cannabinoids. No, it's the, you know, you know, the seed, which is so magical, but as magical as all that stuff is on all those different levels, the building material is that and more. And like hempcrete is so amazingly, you know, be off the chart, you know, it's CO2 negative, which, you know, CO2 is a huge problem in the world and building uh, construction is the number one polluter or, or creator of CO2. So just that factoid alone, it's a game changer. Uh, it's local. It's only hemp, water, and lime, you know, like limestone uh, mixture, which is everywhere. All those three ingredients, you know, can be everywhere, so it's local. And you know, it's fireproof, bugproof, it should be cheaper, it breathes, it lasts longer, it's a better material, it's just like, yeah, it's over the top. So, you know, I've known about this this whole, you know, at least 25, 30 years, and it's just amazing that it hasn't developed more. But now, you know, with the, you know, the whole evolution of things, I think, that's where I'm really focusing my attention with this new organization. It's called the U.S. Hemp Builders Association, ushba.org. And, you know, I'm trying to help organize and scale up, you know, the biggest, best economic, yeah, vital thing for our planet and for our economy. I mean, I, I hate to, I, you know, all these years we've been, you know, like always get criticism, like we over exaggerate, you know, but this is, I can't, you know, emphasize more than how big this is. And of course there's plastic and, you know, particle board and all this other stuff too. Yeah, there's just so many different attributes to this plant, and especially when we talk about hempcrete and all those uh, properties that are, at you know something that you want i was at a um lawn and garden trade show in um vegas this past summer and there was a small group that they did a little hemp you know building with hemp workshop and there was only about right. 15 20 people in the room um guys from sunstrand were there and a couple others but the idea was that i said to them when i walked up at the end i said guys you did a great job Obviously, we won't have it this year, but as you see, this this room is going to get filled up over the next couple of years. You might have 15, 20 people today, but by next year, you'll have 100 people in this room. And then a couple of years later, you'll have 250, right. 300. I said, totally. this, is, this is going to catch on because, yes, if you go into the building materials, you go to contractors, they aren't familiar yet. And the supply hasn't been there yet. But you know what? As we get more uses of it, as we get to prove it, I know there was a big groundbreaking study that just came out about its durability, right? Wasn't there just something... Mm-hmm. 
about hemp trees? Oh, yeah, there's, uh, uh, yeah, we're, we're going through all the certification process, and there was a uh, material submitted for fireproof and spread, and it scored a zero, which is like never happened in their right. like, uh, recorded history. It's amazing stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, like this product, Hemp Wood, out of Kentucky, that was developed with um, um, the local universities. It is 20% more dense and stronger than oak, which is like one of the strongest things. And uh, it's beautiful. And for every acre of hemp equals 15 to 30 oak trees that take over 60 to 200 years to grow. So, I mean... And they're making, you know, baseball bats, flooring. Uh, you can see online that someone made like a pen, you know, so they were like drilling, you know, through this stuff. And it's just, it's super amazing. Oh, yeah. I, I've even seen, you know, we've seen our, you know, hemp guitars. Um, right. So That's much cool material. stuff. Yeah, right. it's very cool stuff coming out now. And it's going to be a game changer. And so yeah, with that time. said, you know, it's going to be a challenge. Obviously, we see a lot of things happening. We have a lot of farmers going in, a lot of challenges. I talked to a lot of farmers that were first couple of years jumped in and thought they could grow hundreds of acres of CBD hemp for high profit. You're now starting to see the farmers get grounded into reality and mm-hmm. say, oh, maybe we should diversify and grow for other aspects of this plant, for the fiber, for the grain, for other things, not just CBD. And I think that's going to be a big part of the success story of this industry is that people wake up to diversification and all the different ways hemp can be used. Right. Yeah. If we did like the cow or the Buffalo, you know, analogy, this, you know, the construction and the core of the plant is like the meat, you know, it's like the biggest market. So for example, uh, one average house, 1200 square feet is two and a half acres the world (laughs) there's some incredible uh, statistics in the next few decades you know we have to double the whole globe globe's uh amount of housing so that's a trillion square feet which is basically the size of new york city a billion square feet every 35 days for the next 35 years wow so, I mean, if you just fact in, you know, that's just, you know, what's expected. And so that one is that's a limitless market. And two, ecologically, if we don't do this, you know, there's no chance for us, you know. So, I mean, that's the great thing about hemp, too, is hemp is hope. You know, this plant is, you know. Yeah, like I said, I hope soon that it becomes illegal not to use hemp and <laughs> that you would have to get a special permit from the government explaining why you weren't using hemp. I because, love that dream. You know, I love that vision. It's definitely got, a, you know, the possibility out there. And like I said, there's so many uses, so much opportunity for hemp. And um, again, we have a long way to go. We're just at the beginning of the new beginning, you know, another chapter. So. Right. Um, Well, we're going to take one more break. We're going to come back. I want to get a little, uh, you know, prognostication from you, Dion. What do you see the next couple of years? Mm -hmm. Where some of the highlights are? But don't go anywhere. We'll be right back at this quick break. This is Doc Rob, your concierge for better living here at CannabisRadio.com. The concierge for better living will continue in a moment. 
Let me welcome Nick Hexum from 311. We've never heard things like your music when it first came out. It's like to mix the reggae with the punk and all of that together was just such an unusual sound and, and we loved it. We realized we're not going to copy what's on the radio. At the time, it was all grunge at, that was on the radio. And I said, let's just stick to what we know and wait for a culture to come around to us. Hey, it's Nick Hexum from 311, and you're listening to Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina on CannabisRadio.com. Let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put different celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is Himping, that's the point Download and play while you light yourself a joint Business and cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Doc Rob, the concierge for better living. My guests say Razzy Berry. We're talking about nature, naturopathic medicine, as well as the concept of prevention and preventing disease. Empower people to live a naturopathic lifestyle. Get to know your body, understand its rhythms, remove toxins, and use natural alternatives whenever possible. 90 to 95% of cancers are due to environment and lifestyle risk factors. That's a huge number. That means that cancer is preventable. The Concierge for Better Living with Doc Rob. Only on CannabisRadio.com. Let's check back in with Doc Rob and the Concierge for Better Living. Only on CannabisRadio.com. All right, all right, all right. We are back. We're wrapping up this show today with my guest, Dion Markraft. We're talking about hemp beyond cbd as i've been promoting you know but mostly i like the hemp building uh, the building materials the hempcrete the wood fibers insulation um i remember seeing you know uh, an image of a hemp wall that was put up in ukraine and, and, and left for a couple of years in the middle of the winters and the harsh weather and they came back and it was like eh, nothing happened it was perfect right. i was like that's pretty amazing and so some of the, our, our our northerner friends up in the northeast getting those wind blizzards and the winter storms or even those in the south uh with hurricanes and tornadoes these are great uh opportunities to explore new building higher quality more sustainable options and uh I know you have the U.S. Building Association. What else do you see, or what are some things you want to share before we wrap up? We have a few minutes left. Uh, well, just a side note, uh, another magical property is a humidity regulator. So we, for you in uh, Florida, it would be great, you know, because it keeps it between 40 and 60%. Uh, again, yeah, go to the ushba.org to check out our group. Um, just in America, the... The construction industry is 1.3 trillion per year, just to give you a sort of scope. And I'm telling you, hemp construction material is better. And soon, when we scale up, it's already price competitive. 
But as soon as we scale up, it'll be cheaper, especially when we're using the cannabinoids of the flowers and the rest of the plant for all these other things. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah, yeah um, I think it just it looks great. You know, we're already the cannabis hemp industry is already like, of course, like I said, the biggest source of hope, it's the biggest really, you know, job creator that is, you know, starting to be planted everywhere. An essential business, yes. (laughs) Essential business, amen. I mean, that, you know, and we're going to go back to like, you know, what we're going to see hopefully in the near future, which I'm going to help promote, is like worshiping this plant, you know, you know, subsidizing this plant. I mean, just really, you know, all the main civilizations throughout time, you know, used and worshiped this plant. You know, I don't know if you've ever seen the the hieroglyphic for the cannabis hemp god, but Seahawk, you know, has a cannabis leaf over its head. And that was the god of like measurements and intelligence because hemp rope, rope was their, you know, uh, measurement tool, which was very important to them. And, you know, they, and it was made out of hemp and cannabis. So, I mean... It's, you know, that's one more thing I want to see happen and I'm going to be involved with is, you know, having truth trials and examining this horrible period that we've gone through. It's just been a crime against humanity. There's still lots of work to be done, but I'm not going to forget about justice, you know, and that, you know, that's a whole nother <laughs> subject in camera the world. Oh, yeah, no, I have to think. That's got to be on the agenda. No, again, we we will have you back on, Dion. There's a lot more to talk about. You've always been a great educator. I know you've held so many classes, videos, just always trying to teach people about this plant for many, many years. And it's not, you know, there's no ego here. There's no selfishness. I love that about you, buddy. And that's why I wanted to have you on. There's so much information you can share with people. We can sit here for another 30 minutes and just rattle off random cannabis facts and factoids. And and the thing is, there's so much more to even learn. And that's exciting. You know, it's a whole perspective. And it's a great category and a great, you know, area to be in. And I think there's gonna be a lot of job creation, a lot of, you know, economy opportunities. And I think also there's need to be, like you said, a little bit of social justice and, and a political reform as it comes to this plant. Uh, a lot of people are suffering for no reason than just loving the plant that makes them feel better. And there's no real reason for them to be in jail or persecuted. And uh, I know you've had ex- that firsthand experience. I try to avoid it on a regular basis. Um, Me too. But, but even when my mom was dying, I told people, you know, you were there helping. Uh, I was saying, look, I'm willing to take the medicine to her, break the law because she's my mom. She's dying. I was like, and people shouldn't have to feel that you know, that, that fear just to help people feel better and to heal. And I think that's a big thing that we all have to understand that, you know, the plants are there from nature to help us not to harm us. And uh, yeah. anything, anything can be used inappropriately, but this plant has so much upside. It's, it's gotta be there for everyone. So I thank you for sharing some insight today and especially on the building material. Uh, we're going to keep that conversation going. I think it's a great, um, discussion point, especially as our economy gets back online and we re- rethink how things have to be done, you know, the farming, the, from the agricultural, you know, from the soil to the shelf, you know, and that's definitely mm-hmm. important to look at. So, um, yeah. Thank, you. yeah, thank you so much for coming on, Dan. I really appreciate you today. Yeah. Thanks for having me. And the, the struggle continues, but there's hope.
Always. Okay. Hope is the key of today. Yes. Stay <laughs> yes. positive. Have hope. Thank you, Dion, for you know, coming on today. Thank you, you know, my producers and everyone at Canvas Radio for making this happen. Thank you, all the listeners, for tuning in. As always, share, care. Love you all. Wishing everyone all the best in health and happiness. Take care. Be well. Opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.